It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, my talkers, the weekend is over, but no worries. Lori and Julia are here to bring you into the week. We've got some VMA stuff to talk about, U.S. Open, obviously, the tennis one, that is, and we've got some fun weekend claims to fame. We do. Grant, should we start with... uh Start with uh, all your weekend claims to fame. Well, I had a few. Yeah, we had uh, Basilica Block Party Friday night, which was... AJR was super fun. Weren't they fun? They they can get a crowd going. They are entertainers. I had no idea they were brothers. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, all three of them. It's... Oh, really? And I had no idea they had so many like 9 to 14 year olds. Oh, yeah. It's a very younger audience. I just like how they build their music yes. through different sounds and how they, I mean, if you go watch YouTube and watch them, just how they build the music, it's it's really kind of cool. Yeah, cool they stuff. were they were unexpectedly just a lot of fun. A lot of fun, yep. And then I was at the Gopher game on Saturday with the Score North crew there. That was fun. fun. Eked out a win. And uh, on Sunday, watched the Vikings let us down per usual, and uh, that's about it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I know it. Well, Julia and I spent Saturday night yes. at, the, at the Basilica Block Party. Ooh. And um, once again, found... New bands to signed to my imaginary record label. <laughs> the stress of the stress of her regard was this kind of uh, almost a new wave kind of a rock. I mean, they reminded me of the Cure or the Smiths. They were really fun. Right. And then Diane uh, FKA D Mills. I think I'd seen her the week before at First Avenue on a Stick, but she had her band playing and. Our girl Maida was yes, on was guitar. There. It was yes. so great to see her. That was just fun. And then the Black Pumas were great, and Spoon was great, and the weather was great. The weather was great, and it was probably like double the number of people from Saturday, from Friday night to Saturday. Friday seemed a little empty. It did. Oh, really? Yeah. It was seventy five hundred, is what Chris Riemann okay. Schneider uh, wrote. Was the attendance, and you've got so much room there. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things about that Basilica like right. block party. Even if it is super crowded, you feel like yeah. you can, if you want to get up close, you can get up close. And yeah, so it was really, that was, that was really all I did all weekend was. You were there both nights, She did right? music. Yeah. yeah, I music. did music, music, it's music. The people. That's right. I, I went somewhere cool on Friday night with my Tommy Mommy group of friends. Um, and um, we went to the new Omni Viking Lakes Hotel on you know, 494 and, and Egan slash Were they practice? Heights. Is oh, it right yeah. at their practice? It's right, but there's a hotel right next to it. And I remember Stephanie March coming on about a year ago telling us about the James Beard winner, Ann Kim, who was heading up the restaurant in the Omni Hotel. Mm-hmm. It's called Kindred Hearth. Mm-hmm. So we went there Friday night. It was so good. But mm. then it's just great food. We mostly Italian um, is what we, I felt like we ate. And the cocktails, I mean, my friends, there were just wild things 
stewing and they had a great list and steaming and my friend had like this exploding Manhattan or something with smoke and it was just fun to watch. Yeah. And then on the second floor, they've got this ember and ice bar, which is partially inside and partially outside and they've got TVs everywhere. But the, on the deck balcony outside, they have these fire pits that were so warm. So if it was cold, you would stay warm. Yeah. But overlooking a little pond and then you see the Vikings score thing in the background. They I, must have been high school. Football was playing over there or something. But they had, that's kind of a sexy place, I okay. thought. Okay. So that a good Omni date Hotel, night, a I good think date it night would place. be a great date night place. Or get together with your friends. Yeah. Yeah. And, were the people was the people watching good? It was, mm-hmm. it was, and they're only open that you know you just look on the website because they're not open before three, and then they're not open Monday and Tuesday. I mean, you want to yeah, just yeah. check the dates, but I thought that was a a good new find on that side of town. Yeah, that so is kind of fun. Uh, Chris Raymond Schneider, he was at Lizzo, and I guess her show was amazing as you would expect um, at treasure island yeah was uh she, he said it was is her first live gig since the pandemic and it's the first time back in minnesota post lockdown and it was her biggest headlining to date a sold out oh. appearance that had sixteen thousand people she was supposed to be at bonnaroo two weeks ago right so this was her first time performing oh in she must years. have been giddy she was giddy, and he... Did they have the giant balloon, did it say, or anything no, like that? No, they didn't. She's got... there. She has a live band, though, and yep. she's got 14 um, backup uh, dancers, and the the live backing band, all of them women, and um, just really, just really had fun, and she said, I never thought I'd make it back to the stage. This is my first show in two years, and it feels so special to be doing it in Minnesota, where my... Solo career. Took That's off. awesome. Yeah, and then Phoebe Bridgers. I got offered tickets that night. Oh, to oh. Lizzo. Yeah, but I was at Basilica, and I'm like, jeez, ding, geez. so many choices. I know it. ZZ Top delivered bearded boogie at the. Um, Why is that a thing? JJ mm-hmm. Hill days. Yeah. yeah, and then Phoebe Bridgers, uh, uh, a pop star for pandemic times. I guess that was a really great show. So there was just so much going on this weekend. Yeah, I'm was so happy good. our weather. Cooperated, yeah. Yes. There was because really that would have stunk. Yeah, I know. that's so cool. I know I didn't watch the Viking game yesterday, oh. but I can tell what's going on <laughs> by the sounds. Of course, and you it can. was so optimistic. I heard so much cheering and yes, and oh, you know, just like really positive grunts and cheers. And when I walked in to get something to drink, it was tied, and they were yeah. going into overtime. And I thought, okay, this would be this would really. Uh, Put Casey in his, you know, good mood for good the season. For the right. season. Right. And then, and then I heard then no happened. more cheering. Yep, it was nothing. The first, there was nothing to cheer about. The first three drives were one and out, one, one, three and out, three and out, three and out, and then the Vikings made a big move, got down to the end zone, pretty much just needed a field goal, and they fumbled the ball. I say that loosely. They, it was called a fumble. It's up for debate whether it was or wasn't. Um, and then they got the ball back, drove down the field, and they got the field goal to win at yeah. last second. We lost him. If if that wouldn't have happened, we would have probably kicked the field goal to yeah, win. You never would've. know if we would have missed it. But. Yeah. Right. No, well, we've got a guy that could kick a field goal. Exactly. That was something new yesterday. 53-yard field goal. A man goal. with two first names. Oh. Something Joseph.
like Brad, Joseph, jo- Joseph. No, it's like Gregory Greg jo- Joseph okay. or something. Mm-hmm. But it's not Joseph Joseph. Yeah, I was like that name. <laughs> but it is a man with two first names, and he kicked a. And I'm like, wow, we got a kicker. It went through. Yeah, yeah, but we are in first place. Every team in the North lost, so we're all zero and one. Packers got killed. Packers got killed. Lions right. got killed, and the Bears got killed. So we, because of our, we we got we got beat by the least amount of points. So we're in first place. Oh, oh really? Yeah, oh, we're I in didn't first know that. Place. Oh, that's so funny. And how about how the links do this weekend? They did well. Yeah, they yeah. they won on Saturday. They were playing. Yeah, they won, and they're uh, they're playing for a potential buy in the first round of the yeah. playoffs here. Oh. So it could be good stuff. So the partying was going on in my neighborhood because I'm over by St. Thomas. Oh yeah, and they had the big football game. Yeah, they won. Oh, they did. Mm-hmm. Oh my, the the kids across they were picking up so many beer cans in their yard <laughs> <laughs> on Sunday morning. I'm like, what are they doing over there? And there were just oh. beer cans everywhere. Oh yeah. So they mm-hmm. were whooping it up. So yeah, I think. People had pretty good weekends, and so. it was it was sombering, you know, With to 9/11. watch the nine yeah. eleven in the morning and yeah. kind of uh, see all that. Sixty Minutes had an amazing, um, the full episode. It's new again. Was devoted to the FDNY because of oh. course three hundred forty three firefighters that day, and it was powerful. TV oh, I might have to because they get that. those guys knew they ran into the second tower after the first one went, when- and they knew that. It was going to go down. Well, they just wanted to see if they could save some people. It was just, it was really, really a good 60 minutes. Yeah. And they never devote one hour to one thing. You're right. Thing. You're so right. Oh, it, it was pretty powerful. Scott Pelly um, did it. And they talked to a lot of people. And then they also had a little, little thing on, on how many kids of firefighters from that day are now in the FDNY. It was just excellent. Oh, good. All right, excellent. that's something good to, to find. Yes. All right, listen, when we come back, our next story, it's going to take us two segments to fit in everything that we have to say about the story we can't get enough of. Thank you, Grant. Okay, so um, last night, as soon as the MTV VMAs uh, opened up and it was uh, Madonna in the taxi cab, we had seen the photos of her filming that last week, you know. In the middle of the night at Times Square. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, this is the opening. Mm-hmm. Uh, Madonna's going to do it. And she, she, uh, they do that pre-tape thing and then she comes through the screen. And I mean, it's, I did not realize that it's been 40 years since MTV pr- premiered. I didn't realize right. that this was the big... 40th birthday. Um, So Madonna walks out and she's the very first person to open up the show in her Burberry trench coat. Yes, (laughs) and she brought a special surprise get with her that ended up upstaging her appearance and that would be her fishnet wrapped butt implants. (laughs) That we've known about for about two or three years. Two years. Stonewall, June 2019. She performed. She had black jeans on and... We saw it. We thought it was, at first we just thought she'd padded. Or put a pillow. Or put a pillow. It right. was so strange. But we looking. were shocked and we did research. I mean, don't you remember? So oh, like, yeah. This is wrong. What's going on? What is What's going, going on? on with her butt? And her one, pl- her plus one, her booty, mm-hmm. the Madonna Dunkadunk, <laughs> completely upstaged her appearance. So she walks out and she's in like a leather bustier and a high cut, um, like black leather like, Julia, it looked like a housekeeping uniform for a biker S and M hotel. Yeah. So it was like <laughs> because a, it had a kind of a little apron. Yeah, it did have a funny little apron, Larry. You're right. Yeah. You're right. And it was sassy and sexy and tight, but all leg, high heels. And then she says, "Hello, welcome to the 40th anniversary." She seemed nervous, to very, me. because she had to re 
Peter Lyons. Yeah. She did seem very nervous, but her boobs were so tightly well, bound. I well, mean, that's what a good corset does. I mean, man. but it It'll looks like they were right up. underneath her chin, and then she turns around. I, I could tell before she turned around, <laughs> we could see the sides of the implants. She has an indent. She does. Where your hips would be, and... And when she turned, I had to back. I had to watch it like four times. I had to take a picture of you. People got the screenshot of it. The side you can see where the butt are. They they're not chicken cutlet size. They're pretty. They're pretty big. They're pretty big. I mean, she now has like. I mean, and listen. Here's the thing. She. I mean, they they look like two small planets orbiting her lower back (laughs) is what they look like. It doesn't look natural because there's no way to go into the bathyary. It's just round and then a leg. And and she doesn't care what anyone thinks about her butt situation. She's been showing her booty for years. And a couple years ago when we noticed that she'd done something back there. Oh, we were going crazy. We were going crazy. and, And she had posted something. Um, saying that, you know, she doesn't really care about our opinion and right. blah, blah, blah. But um, I, I, I don't know if Madonna was nervous because she had explained to the children in the audience that uh, MTV, uh, VMAs, uh, MTV is 40 years old. The VMAs are 40 years old. She's the first person to win 20 awards. And right. she's old enough to be any of the young people's, you know, their grandmother, grandmother you know, and <laughs> like, I don't know if she... That was so painful for you yeah, to I say, know. I'm just watching you, her grandmother, and uh, I mean, that is a tanker truck of an implant booty. And I wish someone who had an implant would tell us what it feels like to sit. That's the thing that I keep thinking about. Maybe it's comfortable. Well, you've always got a pillow, but I don't know how that would feel against... I. It just Like seems- hands? hands <laughs> or something hard like if you're sitting on a bench or something well, I don't, have you ever felt I, they probably feel very much like a breast, a breast implants i suppose and i felt my sister's breast implants and they feel they felt they feel real nice yeah you know it just the difference between big. having them and sitting on them yeah 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 i know you know yeah, anyway. i just think that is just something oh gosh but Madonna, you know, she's staying fresh as far as, uh, the, you know, doing a lot of things to herself. And I don't think that she really cared what anyone uh, said. But I was surprised she was going to show that she showed us because it was so clearly implants. Right. I mean, I'm, she's I'm been doing getting tons of plastic surgery for oh, years forever. Now. Forever. I'm just doing a little show and tell here, Grant, if you can see it. Yeah. She doesn't make very many public appearances anymore. Well, it's mostly through social media. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. It was just people were stunned and it immediately social media went crazy. And that's really the big headline of last night is Madonna's butt. Madonna's badanka danka danka. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It comes out. Grant, did you find that attractive? No, I was telling her earlier, it looks like, you know how like the smiley cheek on the bottom of the butt cheek when a natural butt just kind of goes towards the end of the butt. Hers, like you said, goes all the way up to the hip bone and it looks like there's just, it doesn't look... I know that it's not natural, but I, I, it can. I, I, you'd feel like it look a little more natural than hers did. No kidding. You think Madonna could afford a perfect ass of lies? Right, right? exactly. She's got a butt of lies the way Khloe Kardashian has a butt of mm-hmm. lies because Khloe has the butt implant pads. Jeez. We got to show that picture to Doctor Crutchfield. I know it, right? Okay. So <laughs> anyway, so she kicked it off. Um, it was. Uh, I mean, I would just say, you know, she put the M into MTV back and. Uh, I mean, in the inaugural show in 1984, she did like a virgin, you know, writhing across the floor, iconic appearance. Like I made it through the wilderness yeah. as she's doing the, it, like, the army crawl. Oh, yeah. I made it through and then, the And then she did her Marie Antoinette moment at the 1990 VMA mm-hmm. when she turned Vogue into this so big whole thing. That, that was, was so, so fun. fun. And then in 2003, when she performed with Britney and Christina Aguilera yes. and lovingly gave a kiss to Britney and just barely kissed Do you Christina. wish she would have... I think it would have been more fun if she performed. I do too, but... I didn't I, like it that she just walked out there and... I don't know why she didn't perform, but I think she's got to learn a whole new dance routine to be able to go <laughs> up and down because that is some heavy baggage she's got back there. Those are big implants. She had a perfectly. I went and looked at some videos. She had a great. She had a great body butt. and a great. Well, she's butt. worked out nonstop for years and had. Remember the microbiotic diet before we even <laughs> knew what microbiotic diet was. Yeah, she I just, mean, yeah. But I was. I kind of am still obsessed with her face. Well, she's gotten a chin implant and cheek implants, and everything is pulled too tight, and I just feel like it's almost veering on Betty Davis wrong. She just doesn't look like. A yeah, person. and then and then she wears these weird contacts now. No, I know she does. You know. Okay, so anyway, I made Casey come and watch it. Did, and what did like, he say? He just said, "Why would anyone do that?" I know. And I said, "Well, she had hip surgery, like <laughs> Prince well, did." Well, you fixed my hip. Will you put in some padding in the back? But maybe she was having like some bone on bone like issue, and they were like, "Oh, let's put in these big implants. You'll always have a, a tushy cushy." Yeah, you know, like people that wear those. Yeah, I don't know, but anyway, she, she, uh, you know, once again did, not, you know, just stole the night almost. But then, luckily, a lot of good stuff happened after that. Some stuff I had to fast forward. I absolutely loved Cindy Lauper when she. Well, first, and then J Lo came after Madonna, and see now that to me was like for Madonna maybe crushing because J Lo looks real. And she looked like a million bucks. And Madonna looked so fake. Yeah. Just so fake. I just thought J-Lo's outfit was the bomb. It, she yeah, we posted so, all these photos she for you guys. She looked so great, you guys. So she flew from Venice. Last we were on the air on Friday, we were just like ooh and eyeing. They and were making their red carpet debut as Benefer 2.0. In Venice. And then the next, you know, 36 hours later, she's at the VMAs. She looked like a million bucks. 
Will Ben go to the Met Gala with her? Because I think his Red Sox are playing tonight. Are they or will he just show upset? up, do the red carpet, go and back to the hotel, turn the TV on, and meet her after? The second one. The second yeah, one? I like, I think yeah, the second we'll one. see. We'll be just keeping our eyes out. Hold her up, upright, um, sort of, in her high shoes or whatever. Right. Um, okay, so when we come back, we've got some more on the VMAs. But Cindy Lauper was just, uh, she was... Uh, she looked great, and her outfit was appropriate, And too. She, she got fiery. Yeah, she You did. know, she, she got fiery for just a few seconds. All right, what's happening on the road? There's AJR. They were so fun. They have more I, than just this song, though. They I will do. say they that. Have more hits. Oh, they've yeah. got it like at least six or seven top yeah. chart really? hits. Really? Yeah. And the energy of those guys was. How old are they? Twenties? The, yeah, the youngest ones in his early twenties. I think then thirty, and then the the oldest brother's close to my age. I believe he's about thirty four, thirty five. So AJ are all their initials. Andy. Whatever. Jerry and yeah, Roger. I don't know, I don't know what their names are. I don't think it's any of those. I was just thinking. Okay, so the other the other um, young pop star who kind of, I, I thought, stole the VMAs. Well, there were two. I thought Olivia Rodrigo, when she performed Good For You, that was oh. so fun. It was just so sounded great. so great. Yep. She was not lip syncing. And then Little Nas X, he had a great showing at the VMAs last night. He brought out many little stunts. He had he, he had Madonna had her butt stunt, mm-hmm. but uh, he, you know, he he first of all he showed up looking like the three way baby of Rick James, mm-hmm. Prince, Super Freak. and mm-hmm. Little Richard. You're so right, because he had the Jerry curl going yeah. on. He had purple for print. I mean, it was just it was like a it was a, it was a gender bending. It was like half dress, half pant, and he was showing that. And then he had just an incredible performance. Yeah, I thought he did. that was I thought it was really fun. Really, I mean, yeah. marching band and grinding and sequin. He just looks so happy. Oh yeah, yeah. I think he's just loving it. That that was that was super fun. Now people were very mad about the red carpet show ahead of time because the pre-show host Jamila Mustafa, um, little Nas sister, yeah. do I look good? Yeah. And she said, "Listen, I'm not going to say I'm hating on the fit, but let's move on." Ooh. And social media just thought that was so rude. He's kind I, of. But kind of refreshing kind in a of way. Fun too. But it is but a little rude. A little rude. So people were did did not like that. And then um Machine Gun Kelly, he and Travis Barker performed at the very end of the show. Yes, I they did. I thought that was a great song, I great did performance. Too. But at the pre, at the on the red carpet, Connor McGregor, don't ask me what he was doing yeah, at this. What is he even doing there? Who Thank you. Knows, but I mean, this was almost a very messy assault because Conor McGregor, UFC guy, yes. and Machine Gun Kelly nearly came to blows on the red carpet. McGregor tossed his drink at MGK right. just moments <laughs> before, you know, then Megan was like right there. And then he threw a punch and missed and then was restrained by security. And he wanted to get a picture of himself with MJK or Machine Gun Kelly yeah. or whatever. And um, he's kind of like Machine Gun Kelly. He's like, no, not right now. You know, kind of. Right. Because he's protecting his almost naked girlfriend, oh my Megan Fox. Well, she was just upholding a long tradition of coming nearly naked to the VMAs. Holly <laughs> found a post that shows everything. I mean, it goes all the way back to at least 98 when Rose McGowan wore 
basically just a chain. chain metal dress with a lot of miss lot a lot of daylight between the chains and right. she was with Marilyn Manson um Amber Rose one time Britney performed in the um, there's a lot of looks but yeah she was wearing Terry Mugler and it was basically a mesh overlay over a bra and a triangle bikini because yeah. we got to see her lovely butt. Yep. But that one didn't, I don't, didn't yeah. you just like, oh, that's a good butt. Yeah. You know, right yeah, there. Looks right. good. Yeah. Looks good. Not wearing a lot of clothes. And then Doja Cat, I give her props. She changed every single time. My favorite was when she came out with a chair on her head. Literally, as like a, a hat. hat. Like a hat. And like a hat. The, never seen anything next, like that. The next time I turned around, she was sitting on said chair. She was dressed like an inchworm, and that she could hardly me. walk off the stage. Okay, that <laughs> to me. It was so funny. That to me was the craziest thing. And it thing was I've a bistro seen. chair. Oh, the worm hat? The worm. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah worm the worm outfit. Yeah, and then going back to when J-Lo walked out, because it was. Who did was, she, she was introducing someone. She, yeah, she was remember. the second person. She followed yeah. Madonna, and maybe Madonna saw J Lo backstage, saw how amazing she's looking, and not looking like she's the maid right. at a biker S and M themed hotel. Okay, that was <laughs> she just had a great, great, and it was sexy and rock and roll. And maybe that's what threw her off her game. But when J Lo came out, oh, J Lo was presenting Song of the Year. Oh, which Olivia Rod- Rodrigo won for driver's license. And the crowd went nuts for her. Right. Okay, show it for the YouTube people. Um, but they scanned to Billie Eilish and her brother. And Billie Eilish. I wanted to stop the TV, but I knew that Twitter would be doing, someone would be getting mm-hmm. this reaction. Grant, she just looked like like looking at her fingernail. I know all the people that I, they know are going to win awards are all sitting like right in front. Two so, you know, they know that. But a- anyway, hopefully she'll put on a better game face tonight at the Met Gala because she's one of the co-chair and J-Lo is going to be there. Right. And now J-Lo knows if she's had any time to pay attention to social media that Billie Eilish was studying, couldn't even bother to give her a fake clap. Just looking at her fingers. You know when you're in the front two rows, you're going to get filmed. Yeah. That's the thing I didn't She get. doesn't like her. Billie Eilish doesn't care for J-Lo. That's what we were able to okay. ascertain from that. You know, which is fine. Not everybody's everybody's uh, cup of tea. You know? She really had an... I'm curious how she's going to dress tonight for the Met Gala. Well, the Met Gala, it's American. So I hope it's not going to be a lot of red, white, and blue. And I certainly hope nobody except Billy Porter shows up as Lady Liberty. Right. You know? But it is American designer. Right. But Billy Irish Eilish. Wore, Eilish wore a black oversized sweater, a black skirt, black shoes, and black socks. I think. She dressed like a 50 year old cat woman. Okay. <laughs> is what that outfit was combat boots, big, baggy, oversized sweater, big, oversized skirt that came right above the boots. I mean, it was really like, you know. She really. She, I, so I'm curious how she's going to do it tonight. I I want to be wowed. That I was not a wow thing. But, you know, I guess it's, you know, she's just seeing like the, she's anticipating when she's going to be a 50-year-old cat lady. Well, it's, she's it's looking good to play down the road, right? Oh, gosh, Laura, you're so mean. I mean, And I you know. don't mean that. <laughs> well, I mean, people. I'm just saying. I mean, you're just using a stereotype. She's this there. young, gorgeous she's gal. Gorgeous. And, you know, she did have a look on the red carpet where she'd wear head-to-toe Gucci, right, or something like that, and she'd have a hat, but that one just looked like it was just. It didn't. It looked like 
my mom even does better. Yeah, yeah. You know, my course. mom would try harder. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. just she didn't try. And didn't she just redo her look too? Like this last well, she was yeah, in the she's all blonde. Yeah, and, and for her last album. Yeah, yeah you the know. documentary and all that Can kind we of show stuff. Show a picture of little Nas. Yeah, oh, here. Oh, here. and his like I saw this. He had like was it pink? Right. It was purple. Purple, purple. light purple. There we go. Do you want to see these fashions because they're fun to look at? Yeah. I mean, we haven't seen. And that's Versace. I saw that. And I saw that. I, we haven't seen fashion in so long. It's no, just no. fun to look at the It was pictures. like a combo suit dress type yes. thing, yeah. right? It was, it was a was gender cool. bender Cinderella. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then nice. Sierra wore the all the buckles. The buckles, the buckles up the leg, oh, the buckles up the dress. how did she get into that outfit? I don't know, but today I almost wanted to bring in a ton of belts and have you belt me up for my oh. outfit for the <laughs> Met Gala tonight because yeah. I thought it'd be a funny video. Olivia Rodrigo wore Versace that was older than she was. It's a oh, 2001 it Versace She's that dress. young. That's yeah. cool. She's going to be at the Met Gala tonight. Right. A lot of people... Are uh, doing back to back. Machine Gun Kelly won't be at the Met Gala, I'm pretty sure. I don't think so. Well, we're gonna see. We're gonna see. We're gonna see Courtney and Travis. Uh, I think he might be because the Kardashians yes, have been going be to that. So, right. um, I also loved Casey Musgraves' performance, and that was kind of early, and that's off of her new album, and she literally had a flame set ablaze. That whole song is about her breakup with Rustin Kelly. Well, see, I didn't listen to one word. Yeah. Well, when you're burning. Candles, and then you're literally burning the heart, and it's in a big, huge, you know, flame. Right. And it was a beautiful song, and I thought Alicia Keys that was a fun performance. And but and and what um, Casey it, Musgrave wore that ostrich plume. Oh, that was fan- she was another one in purple. That was, was fantastic. Fun. It was so fun. I hope. Like I would like to wear something like that. It reminded me of like Roots Buzzy or Phyllis yeah, Diller. It was crazy. Something. You, you know who looked Super like fun. a total dork, and I didn't even know it was him performing. He was the first performer. I didn't when either. When Bieber performed with Leroy for their song Stay. Yeah. You didn't even know it was Bieber. I didn't. Until the middle of the song. Now, that is it. Now, he could take a page from Madonna and... Spice and it up a little bit. Spice it up a little yeah. bit. And then his outfit was a Overall. blazer that I had in the 80s. is just huge and oversized. They're coming back. I know, but long jeans that he was like stepping on and then a black hoodie that he had over his head. He looked like such a dork. <laughs> I, no. I saw the hoodie. He didn't yeah. look. The hoodie was what got me. I was like, really? He's Take so the hoodie cute. Out. He you is know, so good You're a good looking guy. And, and then he didn't thank his wife when he won. And then, you know, when the second one, hey, you know, with COVID and everything, y'all, I love Ailey. You know, I mean, he's just like, does he, I don't know. I wish he would just like. Try harder. Grow up a little bit, maybe. Yeah, try harder. Try harder. Yeah. yeah, I, I just, think he's a great music. I like his But music, you know, he but, got discovered at 12. So yeah. maybe he's still working out not being 12. Good point. Oh, he's up to 14. <laughs> Good one. Anyway, take a look at the, the naked, uh, almost naked, the history of the VMAs, the, the most naked of all time. And then it's fine. All the That's looks fine. Yeah. From the VMAs, Holly posted. But I thought, you know, it was just kind of maybe it was, we're desperate for an award show, but we were, I we quite were. enjoyed it. And I only had to fast forward a few times. Like, I was I, like, I, I'm bored. I was... Because I, I let it get, you know, taped, so I didn't yeah, have yeah. to... Yeah, yeah, I did it Although I didn't... No, I did stop to watch it live because I knew Madonna was coming out and I had to be right on, right Yeah, you on, did. You sent me a uh, Right away, because right I knew away. you were watching tennis. I I'm was. like, Julia, you got to see this. Okay. <laughs> I was. All right, listen, we come back. Uh, we're going to switch it up, and we're going to hear from the new U.S. Open women's tennis champion.
wonder how the Jonas Brothers were on Saturday night. It was so busy. I don't even think anyone music-wise in town covered it. You know, because we don't right. have city pages. I know, we, we kind of yeah, we lost a lot with city pages going down. Yeah, yeah so because I th- think Ross was at Lizzo. Yeah, he was. He, press. Yeah, he yeah. said that. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, well, I'm sure it was fun. I'm sure it, it was, was a beautiful fun. night. It was well, a great night. Somebody who didn't have fun, and my brother couldn't even speak yesterday. He was so devastated. Really? He's a he's a, he's Novak? a Novak Djokovic. He runs with the wolf. Mm-hmm. Julia. That's what he says. I'm part of the wolf pack. I'm, I know it's not a popular place, but he was so devastated for, for Djokovic. He... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. He goes, I can't talk. Serious. Serious. Oh. Well, it was a sad match um, because Djokovic was trying to go for the Grand Slam where you win for the four major tennis titles within a calendar year. It hasn't been and done since 1969. Rod, Rod Laver. Laver. So the match was, yeah, he just didn't look good. And then at one point when he smashed his tennis oh. racket and oh my crashed word. his racket, I was oh like, <laughs> this he, is not a good showing after last year, you know, at the U.S. Open without crowds. He accidentally... Hits a ball and hits a line judge in the neck and she's choking and he got disqualified. Yeah, no, he beat the hell out of that racket. I know he did. Three times and it was absolutely destroyed. He got a, did he get a warning or something? He did. A little temper tantrum there. But then even right before that, he almost like hit a ball really hard and he controlled himself. I just, you know, there was so much pressure on him to win this. I mean, it's 52 years and counting. Yeah, there was so much pressure. I, I felt for him and I really, you know, the crowd was behind him trying to help him out for the first time, which doesn't happen in New York. So I felt good about that. And he was really sad at the end of the day, sad I didn't win, but this is the first time I really felt welcome. But he burst out into tears. I know. And I watched it and I just wanted to cry for him. I felt so bad. That's, that's what my brother said in this, this, uh, the number two guy, Medvedev. He has. I mean, he's number two, so obviously yeah, this guy... They know each other, and they're good friends. Yeah, but Djokovic, who's the world's best returner, only broke serve once. It was not there. 82 players have faced Djokovic as world number one more than once. This Russian guy is the only one with a winning record, four to two. Mm-hmm. So Danny, and it was his Danny. wedding anniversary yeah, yesterday, which was really sweet, and he got... It, you know what was really cute was when the women's... First of all, that was just sad. It was sad for, for Yeah, if, if you were fans yeah. for him, but yeah. not if you were for the other guy. I mean, I was like so busy looking at the crowd. It's Mariska Hargaday sitting next to Gail King, and right behind Gail King is Samantha 
or, or Savannah Guthrie, and next to Savannah is Brad Pitt, and then Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper. And, then, I was just and like, then someone we don't know, and then right next to him is Remy Malik. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, holy heck, yeah, that's the place to It was a star-studded event, because yeah. people were going to see history be made. Right. But on Saturday's women's um, final, it was the 18-year-old against the 19-year-old. It Emma. Was, it was the teenager. It was. We even had that, Julia. Do you know when the last time the all-teenage final was? You can tell everyone. Do you know when it, it is? It was like 90... Um, Seven, wasn't it? 1999, 99. when Serena Williams, the teenager, beat Martina Hingis, the teenager. She was there this weekend, too. Mm-hmm. It was fun seeing all the old tennis players, Stan Smith, you know, wearing Stan Smiths, because they were yeah. famous by Adidas, and well, I had a pair. Were they some kind of a thing, because of Billie Jean King? They, I saw oh, they, they were had a... Well, at the end, they present everyone the titles and everything. Right, so they just have as many people as possible Well, yeah, return. this was going to be... A big deal because it was. He was everyone make expected he was going to do. Yeah. I wonder if he regrets going for the Golden Slam and playing tennis when he In should have just been practicing. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Anyway, that's but, too bad. Now he's got to try and do it all over again. It was an easy win in those first three. No, I know. Um, well, okay. So, did you enjoy watching the women's? I did. Emma and, I did a lot. Yeah, I thought it was kind of fun. Half too. my friends were for um, the Canadian gal. And, Emma? And no, she's from England. Oh, okay. And the other half were for Leah Fernandez for from Canada. She's the can- Canadian. Yeah. Okay. And it was just a tough match, but um, Emma Radicandu just was unbelievable. And she is so well-poised and so amazing. Well, we would never have known that because she's the first person to win Wimbledon to come up through the unseated US, US Open. I mean, not US Open. She's the first one to do it. Mm-hmm. And so I think why people were rooting for Layla, this is all through my brother, Okay, is that she had played three... He played harder players. Brutal three-setters yeah. to three top ten yes. people. But, I mean, this is the way it goes. Yeah. You know, that's just the way uh, it goes. But, yeah, uh, Emma is obviously a very, very good player. And uh, uh, she's, about, she's ready to become a billion-dollar woman because I have got to... It, believe that she now is a manager or they're looking for one because the offers must be pouring pouring in just based on her she was sitting at the desk with george stephanopoulos no robin again they have yet to work side by side except one day one day last week and she sat at the desk Mm -hmm. that's very unusual i thought so too you know so here's a little bit of uh emma radicondo yeah they're calling her teen finale okay this U.S. Open champ, Emma Raducanu. So, of course, the first question I feel like has to be, have you bought the AirPods yet? And if not, when are you going to do it? No, not yet. I think I'm going to do it before I leave New York for sure, though. But um, it's, it's funny because actually the day before my semifinals, they, they found it two and a half weeks later. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it was like a great omen and a great start to the day. And I knew it was going to be a great day when I found in the changing room. Plenty of Apple stores here in New York. So you win your first major. Three months into the WTA tour, you get congratulated by the Queen. How are you going to top this? Yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> insane to think. Um, it, it's incredible. I was so honored and grateful to have received a note from Her Majesty. I mean, it meant everything to me, and I'll probably frame that letter and keep it in my room or something. <laughs> you know, we were talking about in the piece how you had to drop out of Wimbledon because you had these breathing difficulties. What did you take away from that experience? I took away that it was... For me, more of a physical issue. I think that to win a Grand Slam, you need a lot of mental strength. So I think that the resilience part of it 
um, you know, sort of speaks for itself that I needed to go through all of that to win a slam. But physically, I've still got a lot of work to do because I'm still very new to the game and I haven't had that time to really develop. But having played on tour for the last four or five weeks, I think naturally with each match and tournament I've played, um, I've just increased my endurance a little bit. What, what happened, Emma? You clearly are talented. Um, they call you a phenom, but you're, you competed at a level that people have been on the tour for a long time had it. Was there a moment that something clicked that you said, oh, okay, I just figured this out because you didn't drop a set in the entire yeah. U.S. Open and you had to go through qualifying? Yeah. <laughs> I think just the sheer amount of matches that I'd played over the last four or five weeks with each one I was building in confidence and um, I think with each one it gave me more and more of a free swing to go for my shots and be more aggressive and then I was playing some extremely great opponents, um, Olympic champion, top 20 um, and when you play those players you definitely need to raise your game and it's, it's cool to play up because it's like almost natural selection, you know, if you don't then you lose so it, it was really fun to experience and uh, yeah, I'm just super happy with the week of course. <laughs> she was darling. She is, she's darling. Amazon did something very smart, so Amazon has the rights to the US Open. So they let all of Great Britain watch it for free right. live yes. on some channel. Yes. Smart so move. It was free for everyone. Yeah. And I guess the British. Because here it was on ESPN. Yeah. A British woman hasn't won the U.S. Open since Virginia Wade mm -hmm. in 1977. And Andy Murray broke the drought for the British men when he won his title back in 2012. Right. Which I still remember that because they take their their tennis so seriously. They do. They really do. So she just is just seemed like a real sweetheart and absolutely down to earth and she talked about her parents and she was giddy beyond belief that the queen would send Can you imagine? a telegram or whatever it was. Can you imagine her parents couldn't come because of covid restrictions right. and she said this should impress my parents cuz they're really hard to impress but I think <laughs> this win is going to impress them. Yeah. She was so poised. Yeah. I and mean, that was yeah. the thing. Both of these young women yeah. I hadn't seen. You know, that's why the difference between watching like Novak Djokovic smash his mm -hmm. racket kind of Jimmy, mm -hmm. you know, John McEnroe yeah. kind of thing. And then you're watching these two women who were so poised. Yeah. It and was, played like, I mean, she, I, I, I don't know how they do it. Did, yeah. you guys, did you hear her speech after she won about thanking New York and yes. all the New Yorkers yes. and how everything they'd been through and their strength no. through 9-11 gave her the strength to get through this? I am telling you, she has the potential to be the bi next billion yes. dollar star. Yes, you're right. She, mm -hmm. she has it all. Yep. I just hope she's a good manager and it mm -hmm. sounds like she her parents will make sure she does. And Chrissy ever wants her just to enjoy it. Enjoy the moment. That's right, Julia. <laughs> all right, we'll be back.